entire it's almost like it's like 99 mental because you're telling yourself oh there's so much work and i'm and i'm like you work like two hours <laughs> or even if you work like eight hours compared to what because that's the way that you have to look at it because people say like i, I called all day long and I uh, didn't get any results. And I'm always like, I trust that maybe you did spend the entire day apportioned to calling, but how many calls did you actually do? All right, welcome to the Agent Q&A. You got your host here, John. We got Albert in the house. We got Joanne in the house. Hey, everyone. So we're gonna go uh, right away from our topic of the day. Um, we wanna get into getting out of debt, and but more specifically before getting out of debt or chargebacks, we wanna just differentiate you know, from, from your perspectives, what is a broke mindset versus a financially broke individual? It's a good question. So, I mean, I think, I think a lot of people, they, they tend to uh, confuse the two because like, just cause you currently don't have money, I guess, I guess technically you're, you're broke. If, if you use that really loose right. literal sense, but you're not broke is actually a mindset. Mm-hmm. Broke, broke is entirely a mindset. So the thing is you can, you can be in debt you can have no money currently at the moment, but if you're continuously working, you have a plan, you, uh, you know, your current, your current financial state has nothing, nothing to do with your, you were actually being broke or not. Right. Your financial state is temporary. It's a very temporary thing. Your broke mindset. That's more long-term. Yeah. Cause if you, if you walk around saying I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke, or you're yeah. always, you're always saying you're broke. I mean, you internalize all that mm-hmm. and it becomes your attitude. That's how you carry yourself. And you're going to be perpetually broke. Right. Right. We've seen this plenty of times. Yes. And the people, people always say like, I'm broken. Like if I care about the person, normally I would just be like, so you guys stop saying that. Because number one. I mean, like, I don't like broke people around me. <laughs> and, and It's and off-putting, I, right? It's, I mean, yeah, joking, yeah, not joking, all joking aside. I mean, like, I don't like keeping broke people around me because they carry that broke person's mentality. Yeah. And then like, they're not, they're not solution oriented. They're not trying to fix their own situation. And I don't need that negativity around me. Yeah. I can deal with negativity, but then like for someone, for me to want to keep someone in my life, they can't have that type of negativity. And then like they're constantly just talking about how broke they are. I'm like, all right, well, we understand that you currently don't have your money. Yeah. What do you want to do about it? Like if you have a job, okay, let's figure out how do you, how do you move up in your, in your, in your position so you can make more money or you can find a better career for you. Or if you work in what we do in terms of selling life insurance or building a team, we know specifically what we need to do to make money. So like, are you actually taking those steps? Are you actually trying to work to fight your way out of it? Or have you accepted it? And you're just going to continue to say that you're broke and that everything's going to be, you're going to continue to be a victim and you're going to continue to stay in that position. Cause if that's the case, you're not going to be around me. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is if you, if you have a broke mindset, you're creating a sentence, it's like a trapped sentence where you're, you're in your own faith. (laughs) Like it is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I think that um, kind of like what Albert is saying, I think that like your words are really powerful. So if you continue to tell yourself that you're broke, then people start to internalize that. And then you really become that broke person that it's in your mindset. So I don't know. I think you're saying it's almost like a personality now. It's a broke personality, right? Yeah. Because it's like, you're carrying that same, um, in my opinion, like you're carrying that same mindset. So then it's a, it becomes a characteristic of yours. So then you start acting like you're broke and you start just being broke. Mm. And that goes into the next question. So what, what are these broke habits? Like what are uh, broke mindset habits that we can identify whether in this business or outside of the business? And what would you, would you say a solution for it or, or an action oriented solution for it? 
Well, I mean, the, I think I think the the first characteristic of a broke person is they play the victim card from, if not all the time, from time to time at the very least. Mm-hmm. So the thing is like, oh, it sucks this happened to me, or it sucks like I can't believe you know th- this person did this or that person said this or this company did whatever. It's like who cares? I hear this a lot. Why is it always happening to me? Yeah, I was going to say that. Or they take like those um, little circumstances very personal, like it's an attack to them specifically. But in reality, it's not a specific attack on them. It's just situations that happen to everyone in the industry, basically. Yeah. And and the sooner you take personal responsibility for it, then you can actually fix it. But if you you stay there thinking... um, Oh, I can't believe I can't believe they did this to me. They didn't tell me anything before this. And and look, I mean, it's not it's not that we have no sympathy for that because you know we're all human and, and it sucks to deal with those situations at times. But if you're if you're sincere about wanting to fix it, you gotta just think about what do I need to actually do to actually change this. Right. I think for me in our business, I I hate to say it, but it's a I feel like it's a broke mindset when I hear someone saying, I can't afford to buy leads. Because how do you fix that? In our business, we buy leads. We write business. Leads makes us money. But if you have the broke mindset that you think it's a cost to buy the leads, you're not seeing that it's a cost to make money. How do you survive in our business? How do you, how do you get better? Right. And for all the, all the people that are making money, the people that are successful, I mean, like, how, did, how did they afford to, to get leads? I mean, like, it costs the same to all of us, right? Right. And, but the thing is, how do they afford to? It's not really... Yeah, I can't afford to buy leads. It's more, I haven't taken the proper steps leading up to this to be able to manage my my money properly, to be able to temper my expectations, to save, to put aside money, to uh, take this seriously, commit to this, commit to myself, commit to purchasing leads, all these different things that went into the, the leader process to where you are now, where you could say, I currently don't have money to buy leads. Right. That's that's a that's a taking a personal responsibility kind of And kind I of think statement. when you say currently, that's a temporary mindset. Correct. So that's a financially broke individual, right. which that doesn't mean that they're not going to buy leads in the future. But when you say so, we hear somebody say, I can't afford to buy leads. That's a strong statement that I don't want to do anything. I don't want to buy anything. I don't want to spend anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it's like a, if, if they say I'm, I currently don't have money, it's, it's not, yeah, it has not, that's not a broke mentality. That's just. Mm-hmm. You're currently uncashed. You're currently tapped out. <laughs> we, we, for context, we're, we're talking about in homeless in California, they call them unhoused, the homeless people. So then like, here, you're currently uncashed. Right? <laughs> so, Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, like you currently don't have money, which in those situations, okay, you, you accept that. I don't have, I don't currently have money to purchase leads. What can I do instead? Right. And then John Wentworth recently did a base shop builders call maybe a couple months, maybe mm-hmm. a couple months ago now, but yeah. it's a really good one. He said, if someone is in that situation, first of all, hit up your warm market. Yes. Okay. Get, get rolling with that and do it with the intent of, I'm just going to, I'm going to sell to people that actually genuinely need this, that are going to keep it. And then let me approach them first. And then once I make a couple of sales, I got to roll that back in, invest it back into my leads instead of go take all that money and just start paying, paying off all my bills and then you know, take a trip to Disneyland or do whatever. <laughs> like you got, you got to handle it your responsibilities first. And if you can do that, then that that's a great step. Also, you can re-engage some of your old leads, right? If you don't currently don't have money for leads, you have to have some old leads. Mm-hmm. And yeah, is it as pleasant as working in new leads? No, of course not. But it's sweat you, equity. You put yourself into that position, so you got to figure out a way out. And then 
obviously reach out to your upline. Your upline, they may or may not have some old leads for you, but even if they don't, I mean, the thing is there's plenty of solutions. People have gone door to door. People have set up booths in front of, you know, certain certain events. I mean, there's there's always a way if you're trying to look for a solution. If you just want to sit there and complain and talk about being broke and talk about being stuck, yeah. then that's entirely a self-fulfilling prophecy and you probably will end up staying broke. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I remember John Wedmore even said, if you've been in business for a while, okay, well, you have your policy owner services, you have your clients, you can get referrals off of your clients. You got your warm market, you can sell your warm market and get, continue to get referrals out of those warm market. So it's a solution-based um, approach versus a shutdown of I'm broke. I don't want to buy leads. I'm done. I can't write. I need help. You're asking for the bandaid at that point. Right. And then um, leading into what you were saying about the spending and whatnot, that was, that was my next uh, topic. Okay, so what is the broke mindsets, spending habits in our business or outside of our business, and what should they be switching out of, right? So let's say, you know, they don't want to buy leads, then they hit up their referrals, then they got some sales out of that. What do they do with that money? Is this a reinvestment into the business, or are they holding on to this with a, with a, a scarcity mindset versus like an abundance mindset? I mean, I, I think in that situation, I mean, if you're not going to automatically roll it back in and invest, reinvest back into your business and into yourself, I mean, a scarcity mindset's almost more preferable than how people generally handle their money in those situations. <laughs> it's not the worst. Is what you're saying. Whenever someone makes some money, Disneyland's always a very popular destination. Yeah. They go and buy some rims. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they go and take all their friends out to eat. I mean, and which I'm, look, I'm not, I'm not judging anyone for that because mm-hmm. look, we all have, we're all human. We all have, we crave certain things and we want to achieve certain things. The thing is the, the problem with that is that people make a little bit of money and then they tell themselves I've made it or tell themselves I've had, mm-hmm. su- this is success and it's going to continue to be like this. Where in reality, you got, you got to be like, cool. I made a sale. I made some money. Now I got to recognize I need to be smart about this and either reinvest it right back in, or I need to hold on to it and not spend it just yet because I got to be able to recreate this and recreate this and recreate this. And when I get to that point where I'm consistently doing it, and then I mean for like a long period of time, consistently doing it, not just I sold two weeks in a row or so a couple of days in a row. It's after a long period of time, if you have sustained results and you can continuously reproduce it over and over again, you have a system down because you need to develop that habit first, right? And once you're you're at that point, then you can be, okay, I can put a little discretionary spending into this and into that. But if you do it too soon, I mean, we've seen it happen time and time again. Yeah, People get themselves into a hole and then they just think, I'm broke. It's like, no, you made money or you had some success and you chose to make some poor financial decisions at that moment. Right. So recapping that from a broke mindset, what they're doing is they've touched a little bit of success and they're over-celebrating on it. And then they're going back and reversing back into their broke mindset habits where continuing to spend, continue continue to lose the money versus recreating more money. Right. So it's like you spent 10% gains of um, success and some sales. And then you spent like two weeks, 90% of your business back into the month of like spending it and not making it. And then now you're back in rusty again and it's harder for you to come back to it. And then now what happened in your mindset? Oh, I'm poor again. I don't have any money. Why is everything happening to me? You're self-fulfilling. You're in that, that blame game again, right? Yeah. I mean, it may not necessarily be a generational curse because it could just be you personally have developed these habits over your, the course of your life. So you have a certain mentality. You have a certain certain set of habits that you got, got you to the point where you weren't financially thriving, right? Mm. So if you're in that position, the thing is, 
we're all consistent. Like the, the, the people always say like, hey, consistency is the key. We're all, you just have to be consistent and you'll make it. That's not necessarily true. Cause the thing is we're all consistent at something. You could be consistently lazy. Yeah. You can consistently wake up late. You can consistently choose not to, not to work. And then you'll continue to do that consistently. And then you'll get whatever result, which is generally you're broke. You don't have any money. You're not having success in your business. Your business is not growing. So you really need to break that cycle. Right. How do you break the pattern? So just as, just as long as it took you to build up all these habits over the course of your life or over the course of whatever period of time that got you to this position financially, you need to, you need to go a little harder. You need to overcompensate and need to stay strong mentally and figure out a way to, to build good habits, build habits that are successful and then continue to allow you to thrive and allow you to continue to grow your business. And not, yeah, like, like yesterday, I was able to, to a lead came in, I called her immediately and I sold it and I helped three families basically, right? <laughs> For our friends at the FTC. Yeah. Um, but then like, it's not like, hey, I didn't do anything special. It wasn't like, I, I made some money and it was, it was nice. It was, it was, the process was, was cool. I mean, it was fun, but that's not a habit. It was just, I got lucky. Right. Right. Now, if I do that every single day, if I do that multiple times a day and I'm consistently doing it, then I've developed a habit to do that. Yeah. So I think people confuse that too often. Like I had a little bit of success and, you know, yeah, our, our comp, our comp rates can't really, can't really be beat. So, I mean, like you make a little bit of money, you, you tell yourself you're more successful than you actually are. Well, that just to add to that, you know, what time did you make that sale? So I want to, I want to address this to, to our audience. I think five or six, some, right. some, sometime in the afternoon, evening. Now, so if you were, if you had a, a bad habit, like if you chose to leave early or stop working early, would that have happened? Definitely not. Right now, if you stayed longer, sometimes you get lucky, you, you make a sale, but if you consistently make that habit of ending at a later time, would you have more successes? Oh, you give yourself way, way more opportunities. I mean, it's just a matter of at bats, right? Right. Yeah. If, if you, if you keep, give yourself a very small window to work, I mean, what are the odds of you? I mean, like, unless you're extremely skilled, and even if you're extremely skilled, I mean, I think it's a it's a huge risk all the time to just think, I'm going to get it done within this window. Because and get lucky. <laughs> it's not all on. It's not entirely dependent on you. Like yeah. the clients have to be available. Everything timing has to be right. Line up. Yeah. Yeah. And then everything can line up yeah. if you're constantly putting in time. You're constantly exactly. putting in work. Yeah. And so what I was getting at to that is like you know if if you're sometimes the broke mentality is they're they're thinking they're overworking when they're probably not really working a lot, right? And then that's, that's the mentality and consistency that you got to have. You got to build great habits. What are great habits in our business? Well, you got to work a lot. And when you work a lot, a lot of things happen for you, right? Now, will it happen immediately? Will you have instant gratification and some sales? Could you have bad days? Could you have bad weeks? Yes, right? But if you can build these habits, you're never going to have bad years and bad months, right? And then with enough time, you're going to have enough sample size to say, oh, okay, one off day, one, two off days versus the, the entire great days that we're having when we're working. Yeah. Well, just to add to that, when, when, and that is true. I never really pieced it together, but when, when people don't have money or they're in that, that broke mindset, a lot of times they say like, I, I, I worked so much and I still didn't see results and I worked so much. And I'm like, compared to what, you know, com compared to, compared to your former self of not working. And I like, dialed for two hours. Yeah. It was and, hard. And, and look, that's okay. I mean, like if, if you, if you, if you feel like it's difficult, it's supposed to be that way. Cause you have to kind of build up that tolerance and build up that muscle yeah. to get, yeah. to get to the point where it's no longer, it's effortless at that point, or you, mm -hmm. you're just accustomed to it. And you're not battling with yourself about it. 
right. which is all entirely, it's almost like, it's like 99% mental. Cause you're telling yourself, Oh, this is so much work. And I'm, and I'm like, you worked like two hours <laughs> or even if you worked like eight hours, I mean, like you worked eight hours. I mean, compared to what, because that's the way that you have to look at it. Cause people say like, I, I called all day long and I uh, didn't get any results. And I'm always like, okay, I, I trust that maybe you did spend the entire day apportioned to calling, but how many calls did you actually do? Yeah. Cause I mean, that's a very telling thing. Right. Cause, cause they'll, they'll, and, or like they, they had like 10 leads or 20 leads and they're like, I called all day long and I didn't get any results. And I'm like, okay, what do you expect was going to happen with that? <laughs> so I guess if you, if you start hearing yourself, okay. So in our business, it's not that hard. It's not that easy, but you can catch yourself complaining a lot. Right. <laughs> It's like, oh man, this this so and so happened. I caught myself complaining a lot um, on some certain leads. Okay, about leads, clients I spoke to didn't have a bank account. Great to complain, right? But will that complain deteriorate your process in the future? If you're saying the wrong things, like I called so many times, it's not working. These are broke mindsets. You got to catch yourself on this. And and if this is something that you're hearing for the first time, if you catch yourself complaining about your lack of results, you need to get the results first. So if you're stopping too early, quitting too early, you're creating broke mindset habits too, right? So anytime you catch yourself, all right, this is not a rich mindset. Let me keep focused. Let me keep working. Let me go through the time I, I decided to stop working. So if you're, if you're having bad results at like three o'clock, okay, you wanted to work till seven, let's keep working till seven. Well, I mean, I, so I, or for the people that genuinely want to improve their situation, if, if you feel like you're broken, you tell yourself you're working. I'm, I, have a, I have a real good solution for that. Yeah. Either you got you to gotta link up with somebody that, that's mm -hmm. working more than you are and, and mm -hmm. they're actually working and they actually want to improve themselves. Because if you get, get together with someone that just wants to complain and commiserate with, you'll, you'll find plenty of people, but right. enjoy both of you being broke. Right? Misery loves company. But you, know, you got to find someone that you, you, can, you can talk to and keep you accountable. Mm -hmm. And then the two, the most, the easiest thing is just get on live dials, mm -hmm. get on, get on with everyone else, hold yourself accountable to that. Because the thing is you could be on all day and, and you could tell yourself you're working, but if you didn't make a single call and no, no one heard you call, no one saw you call. I mean, they'll call you out. If you, if you yes. say like, Hey guys, this is my commitment. This is what I want to do. They'll be like, Hey, how come you're not calling? How, you know, how many leads do you have? All this other stuff. And if you just get on, you keep your, keep your camera off the entire time. Like, it's your, it's your prerogative to do so, but how does that help you? Right. Like, it's not going to improve your situation. Like it's not, it's not for us. Like I'm, I'm on there every day, but yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not on there to like keep score and be like, all right, so-and-so is on here. This person's <laughs> making this many calls. I don't, I don't think about any of that stuff, right. but I know who's working and who's not. Yes. Right. And, and for the people that are not working, I'm, I just kind of like let them do their thing. I'm like, maybe they'll, Maybe they'll eventually come around and get the nerve to like actually unmute themselves, actually turn on the camera. And then there's other people that are, are truly an inspiration because they're just dialing nonstop the entire time. That's Terrence. That's JP. That's yeah. Darren White. Darren killed it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. he's he's doing well, great. Oh, I think I've seen him on there this week. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's not an indictment on anybody if you if you don't do all that. But I mean, like, if you genuinely want to help yourself, if you genuinely want to improve, that's what you should do. If you because if you don't talk to anybody, like in, in your situation, like you're for sure going to go a bad way if you're not getting results because you're in your own head, that narrative you start creating in your own head. It's not even true. Right. It's not even remotely true, but because you have no one to, to be a counterpoint to counterbalance your thoughts and tell you, 
no, that's not actually what's going on in your head. And that's not actually what's happening in reality. You will not have the opportunity to improve. Yeah, you need contrast. And I think going back to, you know, just logging into live dials. So if you're in this situation, right, you're, you're mentally messed up. <laughs> How do you break that pattern? Okay, well, you got to start changing things. Create your little small wins, all right? So don't make it big where you want to throw out like big numbers. I want to help 10 families in a week when you haven't done one or two in a, in, in a while, right? Let's just start off with, okay, let me commit to myself. Let me be on live dials every single day, okay? Let me log in at this time and that time, okay? For an hour, let me make these calls, okay? People are going to be there. I'm going to see. I'm going to learn from someone. I'm going to see someone selling. That's going to build my, my um, perspective into our business that it is successful. It's working. Leads work. People work. Okay, let me be part of these winners, and then you start building these winning habits. And then, okay, let's start dialing now. Okay, I got slammed down. What's the advice, guys? I got people here in the live dials telling me what to do now, right? But you got to be part of the game. When you're not on and you're crying to yourself and then you're so sad about it, now you're complaining about, you know, soon enough you're venting. Where's our solution to that? Yeah. <laughs> right? So we got to create bigger habits on that. Um, anything else you guys want to add? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think, look, everyone, everyone should just, so I, I don't know, I, mean, I, I don't want to be like that, uh, that, that authoritarian figure that just keeps saying like, go to work, go to work, go to work, because that's not, that's not <laughs> my, that's not my uh, thinking anyway. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not telling everyone like, you should be working all the time because I myself don't do that. Right. Right. And then, and then uh, I'm at our old company. We, we were kind of stuck. We kind of hit our ceiling, right. For, yeah. for a while. So like, we always took it at a point of pride to be like, I'm just taking the day off, right? <laughs> oh, it's, it's like, you know, we're supposed, to, we're supposed to run appointments, but then something fell through and, you know, the agent didn't book any appointments or the agent got sick or whatever. And we couldn't go out with them. So it's like, Ooh, I'm off. Yeah. Right. So it was, it was, it, it was like a point of like, it, it was like a little bit, uh, a celebration. Humorous. <laughs> it was humorous definitely, but it was also a little self-sabotaging because yeah. it was not helping us advance in our careers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, which that's the thing, like whenever, whenever during those times, like, he, Wait, John, John was part of my job. Yeah, good. So, so would you guys consider that to be like a broke mindset? No, I, I don't think that's a broke. I think yeah. that's irresponsible. It was irresponsible. Like, yeah, it was just, just like such a, a toxic location to <laughs> that we were in, we're finding joy in, in the toxicity in, in our business. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an unhealthy business. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't helping us to thrive. It was helping us to get by. It was helping us to maintain, but it was it wasn't something that was truly uplifting yeah, and really inspiring yeah. right but I mean, but my, my point behind that was at those times when john john was like like uh cool the agent agent never picked <laughs> up so i'm off <laughs> yeah. and so for me I, as his upline like i was never upset about it because i was just like i was like part of me was like lucky you right? <laughs> <laughs> he would text back man i'm here door knocking with this guy and we've had some bad experiences with like being in the field with somebody else and they have that broke mindset and you're just so sad and I'm feeling so bad. I wish I was off. <laughs> but you know, yeah, even those moments when I when I, I was like, "Cool, oh, John, guess John's off." Then I mean, like, he can go and enjoy himself. So there's there's no there's no problem with people taking the time off. It's just I already didn't have this. I didn't need to have this conversation with John because he already understood. Hey, if I don't go to work, I'm not going to make money today. Yes. And then like he he was he's perfectly fine with it. He wasn't broke. You know he he was he he was okay financially at the, at the moment. So I mean, like, it's no worse for wear. Right. So like for in those situations, that's, that's different. But if you're in a position where you keep telling yourself I'm broke or I'm behind on bills and I need to, I need to pay for this. I don't have money for that. I don't have money for this. 
then okay, okay, then you need to accept that's not okay for you to be taking that time off at that time. Mm-hmm. So you got to know your own situation. And that's, that's really what the point I'm trying to get across. If you're, if you're okay financially, cool, take all the time off you want. You know, if, if you're okay with where you are positionally career-wise, cool, take all the time off you want, go and enjoy your life. Go live your life as, as much as you want. But if you're ever complaining about your financial situation or you're ever feeling like you're behind or you're lacking or whatever it is, that point, I'm, I, I'm, I'm telling you this as not just a, uh, not just part of, part of your upline or if I am, or if, you know, as a, as a friend, I'm telling you, you need to get to work and do something because it's, it will, it will suck even more if you let this continue to go on. Yeah. You got to be able to live comfortably with the decisions you make. If you decide to be off and understand that you are sacrificing that day or time by not making money, then it's got to be worth it. It's got to be worth it where, okay, let's say you're going to go on a trip. You're going to spend some time with your family. That's worth it. But if you decided to slack off and do nothing about it, you'd sacrifice time to not make money and be what on Netflix, on your bed. You got to also live with that, (laughs) right? You are sacrificing your time, your, your money, and possibly you're actually sacrificing future freedom because now you got to make up for that by making more money. Right? So I would say just have bigger, bigger motivations, bigger, bigger ideals of like, okay, this suck of working is worth it because I get to go here in the future. But if you're, you're in your own head complaining that it sucks to work and it also sucks to not have money, what's our solution? <laughs> you're stuck in mud, right? So that's pretty much uh, anything else you want to add? Go ahead. Um, no, I'm good. Okay, so that's pretty much the, the, the main point of our meeting is to just being being in a position to understand where you're at, what's a broke mindset, what's uh, a temporary solution or a temporary situation, and then what can you do to create winning habits and, and, and be better for yourself. Uh, we're going to open it up. We got a few minutes. We're going to open it up. We have, we have some people on uh, the Q&A. We're going to open it up for any questions that you guys may have or any inputs that you might have from our topic. Feel free to unmute. Hey guys, this is Eli. Can you hear me? Yeah, hey Eli. What's up, Eli? What's up, Eli? What's up, guys? Hey, um, I'm I'm getting back into the game. Okay, I I stopped selling like 100% life insurance for about almost six months, and uh, recently, you know, some circumstances force forced my hand. I got to get back in the game, um, and uh, I I need to sell. So, um. Basically, I feel like a, like I'm I'm starting from scratch, right? Even though I'm not, I got experience and everything like that. But um, as far as getting it, getting back into the routine, I know I hear you guys saying get on the Zoom dials, right? Uh, beyond that, uh, any specific uh, uh, tips on lead strategies, um, like a mix of anything that I can start with, because I'm basically gonna get back in the game with telesales actually that's my that's what i want to do i don't want to go door to door in home if i have to then i will but i want to go telesales 100 so any quick tips for somebody um getting back in the game uh you know how much should i invest just to get off the you know off the bat a good amount you know what do you guys suggest okay well first of all i want to we've we've already talked about this a little bit but you know as far as far as you deciding to get back into the game because of circumstances. 
actually look at it as like a really good thing because it's yeah. a, it's a new opportunity for you to re-engage with something that you knew worked before, right? So right. So it's a, it's like a brand new opportunity. And yes, you're not you're coming in with a little bit of experience because you've you've done this before. So it's not a, you're not learning brand new. The thing is, what you want to do is you want to approach this this thing this time around. What didn't you get success with last time, and what do I need to eliminate from my previous work habits, and what what can I incorporate now? You're you're changing from in home to telesales. I mean that's that's a that's a big change from the the mode of work before. So I mean I I think uh, yeah you're used to purchasing leads. So I mean when it comes down to purchasing leads, I I think we should just have a discussion about as far as like what your budget is, um, what type of what type of demo if you like working like older leads if you want if you care more about getting a high volume of leads and you're just going to sit there and just dial patiently. Or for me personally, I value my time more, so I'd rather spend more money on, on more expensive leads and try to get them hotter and fresher. You know, because mm-hmm. I'd rather I'd rather work less, but I'd rather pay more because I know I can make more money. Right. I can't make any more time, so that's my personal approach for it. But I mean, I've seen it work both ways, so I'm not saying one way works better than another. I just personally have more capital. I'd rather put into it rather than time. And then for me, um, especially when you're going into telesales, I know you're in California. Um, but I, I believe like having multiple licenses will really, really help yeah. and dialing um, different state clients, because as you know, in California, we have a lot of clients that are like up to here with their, with their budget. <laughs> when they go to different states, they have more disposable income. So if you're going to mm-hmm. work out of state, then you can buy out of state leads. Then you would also need a system that'll allow you to dial in those states that they'll pick up more. So you'll need to change your, your area codes. So Ringy has been really good. I know, I know we always say good things about it because you could buy zip codes or area codes for like a few dollars. And then you could, you could download a Ringy app and dial off of your phone off of Ringy and it'll be their area code. So I'm, I'm okay. working some like old leads in um, New Jersey. And I, I come to find out like when they dial and I dial New Jersey Ringy numbers, they're picking up. But if I call them from my cell phone number with a 562 number, they're not picking up even though they're a booked appointment. Also, I mean, block out block out a, a, a period of time that you're going to work to commit. So start off weekly, and then be like, all right, this day I'm I have to be off because I have to spend time with the kids or whatever it is. I have personal plans here, so block all that out. I, I would take a, a weekly calendar. I would, I would cross all those those parts off first. Work work that way, and then say the rest of the time these are the hours I'm going to commit. These are the days I'm going to commit. And like for me personally, I I like to end my days earlier. So I, I, I try to purchase leads in East Coast as much as I can, East Coast and Central time. So I can start early in the morning. I can start, I have like appointments. I can start an appointment at six in the morning out here on the West Coast time. And I can try to finish by like four or five. And I, I'll still have time to like hit them up. Like my sale yesterday, she was out in the East Coast and I was able to help her out because it was five o'clock our time. But it was like eight o'clock her time when she got off of work, when she was available. So you kind of you have to plan ahead in advance if you really want to stick to a schedule. So that's my personal recommendation. Good, good. Okay. Yeah, so Ringy is a, uh, is a really good system. And does it have a CRM as well? Like you can just automate things? I know you. Yeah, yeah so Ring, okay. Ringy is one of the CRM. And this is not a paid advertisement for, for Ringy. <laughs> they but, should. They should pay. But, but I mean, there's, there's plenty of other platforms out there that do similar things. CRMs that, that manage your leads. You can, you can disposition them. You can... You can call out directly from there. You can make notes in there. You can you can you can put them to to autom- to do the automated uh, drip campaigns, so they continue to text them and email them. You know, even with without you physically doing something. So that that's that's one way of managing it. Ring, ringing's 
you know, been cool for us. You know, we've, we've, we've done it. Um, there's, there's go high level. There's a bunch of different systems out there. So, but uh, if, you, if you want to go over specifics, we can, we can go over that offline. Nice. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. No problem. Welcome back, Eli. Yeah. Happy for you. <laughs> I'm back, dude. I'm going to start posting in there too. Let's go. Anybody else have any uh, right. questions? Cool and Donnie, you guys are good? Cool. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. This is going to be saved on uh, YouTube Elite Clips. Yep. Please follow us and like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one, guys. Thanks, guys.